Hey everyone, welcome to Education Beyond the Classroom. I'm your host, Allison Schaefer. We are diving into day 10 of Cognitive Decline mini-series. I usually only do five days for my mini-series, but dad had Alzheimer's, mom had dementia. My intent is to clarify the difference and raise awareness about the fact that people have different signs, symptoms. They go through this disease, dementia, um, in, in different paces and just being aware of it and normalizing the fact that that is your loved one. They're still in there, but in essence, it's the disease that is picking away and kind of deteriorating the brain and causing them to do some of the things that they do. So today, <clears throat> I'm going to share a little bit more about mom's journey at the beginning and then teach more about the sun sundowning, which I referenced yesterday. And again, I'm going to try to keep it short, sweet, and to the point. I left off and I was talking about mom in 2018 when she began her journey. Now, her journey is a roller coaster of ups, downs, um, stable. It's it's weird, you guys. So I, I, just follow along with me and you'll see it's like, huh, so maybe she's better. So going back to 2018, in May and June of 2018, when she began her sundowning, and she was confused, she was panicking, and I said she had called my sister, and my sister and I were staying overnight with her at her condominium, and we couldn't do it anymore, so we hired Bright Star, which is a home care um, business, I'm trying to think, in home care business. So a young lady would come at 10 o'clock at night. So Debbie or I would be with her, kind of share the day's activities, mostly Deb because she's retired. And um, she was retired at that time. And now I'm retired. But anyways, um, we would stay with her till 10. And then this lady would come in at 10 o'clock and hang with her. And mom seemed okay, but she would start agitation at about five or six o'clock at night. And she would start pacing, confused, questioning, wondering what's going on, and always asking the same questions over and over. Again, um, remove yourself from that situation. Step out if you get super frustrated. And, hey, mom, I'm going to um, quick go take care of this in the other room. Step away. Regroup. Um, and, and both Debbie and I had to do it multiple times. So the young lady, she stayed overnight, but here's what happened. Mom would wake up at 1, 2, 3 o'clock in the morning, and she would get dressed and ready for the day. So she had no idea. They lose, the, in this particular situation, Mama lost all concept of time and days. During this part, during this first stage of her dementia, she was like, losing it. And I actually remember I took the last three days of school off. Um, in June, I said, I think she's going down. I think she's done because that's how we felt. We didn't know what we were dealing with. So fast forward real quick. Um, the young lady, she hung out for a couple weeks and then she no longer could. So then Deb and I stepped in again. Now, this is a blessing in disguise. Don't blame me for this happening because I actually blame myself. I was sleeping over one night and <clears throat> I was at one end of the condo and I woke up to a soft voice saying, help me, help me. 
what's going on? Can someone help me? Is anybody out there? And I'm like, oh my God, my heart just went down. And I just thought, what is, what's happening? So I ran to mama's room and there she was um, laying on the floor. And she, she, at this point, she was able to do bathroom things and, you know, being able to take care of herself. But she had tried to use her walker and it was like 1130 at night and <clears throat> the walker slipped out away from her and she fell and hit her head. Um, I tried to get her up. I assessed, checked things out. Um, she had, uh, she didn't have a knot on her head, but there was blood on her head. So then I called, um, excuse me, I called 911. And I can honestly say that I was kind of freaking out, but that's me at this stage. Deb would have handled it a little bit better. And again, like for dad, I could handle this stuff for my mom. Hey, we all find our roles. Again, I'm going to have a, not a series. I'm going to talk about that on one of these days, how your family, your family has to pull together. And you may hate each other or what have you, but for the love of, you know, your loved one and pulling together, because they will sense if you're not getting along. So anyways, um, the cops, the police came and they said, we strongly suggest you take her to the hospital. And thank God they did. This was the beginning of her assessment of what was really, really going on. And uh, I'm going to share the different doctors. I'm not going to go into them because I want to talk about sundowning. But she ended up at the hospital, the emergency room, because she is 88. And she ends up in the emergency room. And I was able to hang by her. She, holy hell, she got mad. Oh, she got frustrated. She goes, why am I here? And she would take off her robe and she'd get so ticked off. And that was midnight. And then by uh, the next morning, I stayed awake the whole time talking to her because that's where she was at and trying to appease and redirect and, you know, because she kept complaining and, um, and she was swearing. My mother never swears. But then I ended up calling Deb and, and she was up north and I said, Hey, when you come home from up north, she was coming home the next day. Can you just come straight to the hospital? Because I knew I had met my limit with what was going on. So this is why I say this was good. Deb steps in and I went home and I slept. She gets everything in line for mom for an assessment. Mom goes home. Now I'm going to tell you real quick, the doctors and the, the practitioners that were involved with their assessment, and we're going to dive into it tomorrow or the next day about what these people do. Um, the geriatric uh, doctor was involved. The doctor, the emergency doctor on call that Debbie talked to said, your mother should have never been put on cephalexin. It is not for people over 65 years old because it causes memory loss. Put that in your head, you guys. Oh my goodness. So geriatrics, the doctor that was there was amazing resource. Deb connected with him. She ended up having OT, PT, and a therapist. Now I'm going to share more about that tomorrow because these were valuable people. You need to connect with those people. They are people that are working with your loved one and they're going to help them and connect 
build a relationship. So both Deb and I were doing that. Not that Keith wasn't doing things. He was he was working extreme, extremely hard and what he needed to do. <clears throat> so that's that's where I'm gonna leave it with mom's story. Let me tell you about sundowning. I told you it's like the wandering and the the confusion, the panicking. So what are triggers? <sighs> I don't know. And and again, sundowning can happen at any stage of their dementia, but it gets worse if the person is sleep deprived. And uh, and it gets um, worse if there's the in ah, the disrupted circadian rhythms that has to do with the sleep, um, and the other triggers loud noise, things that just you have to kind of pay attention like what's starting to get them going again, and they also just lose track of time. So what do you do to cope with sundowning? So. Deb and I learned these things to help, and we would teach Keithy. Um, Leslie was up in the heavens by that time. That's another story. She had cancer, so we think maybe that attributed to Mama's, like, her loss of memory because of stress. So coping with sundown. Reduce the noise and clutter or the number of people in the room. Reduce the noise and clutter, like I said. And then try to distract the person with a favorite snack object or activity, um, photo albums, photo albums on hand or something they like to do. Hey, let's do a crossword puzzle together. Let's do, mom, like doing word searches. Let's try to do this. Are you hungry? Can I get you some, um, cr uh, crackers and cheese? Um, make early evening a quiet time of day. So start winding down at five o'clock and then adjust the lighting, letting in natural light during the day. And then if possible, try softer room lighting in the evening. And so they get that sense of bright, bright, bright light. And then all of a sudden, let's tone it down a little bit. And then I told you any stage they can get this um, sundowning. So some of the medications that they use for sundowning, I always want you to be careful with meds. You pay attention. You pay attention to what meds they're giving your loved ones. Because I already told you dad's story. They over-medicated him. And mom, the freaking cephalexin, they were going to give it to her again. And I was like a bitch about it. And Deb even said yesterday, she goes, you, you're the one who gets like aggressive with um, the doctors and all that stuff. And I go, I do. And again, our family falls into certain roles when these kind of stressful situations take place. So they they will often, the doctors will subscribe maybe some hypnotics, some benzodiazepines, and um, low-potency antipsychotics. Now, I don't know because Deb was keeping track of all the drugs. I think mom had lorazepam. And uh, so keeping track, again, Document, 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 document everything that happened. When I was talking to Deb yesterday, she said she had like a notebook that she just unleashed in. And um, at some point, maybe I'll read what I wrote because it was like, holy crap. My, I read it to my son and he goes, yeah, you were pissed off. And it had to do with the whole, um, oh my God, COVID and her being, mama being locked down. And I'll share that whole story and we couldn't get to her and... Uh, I can't bring it up right right now. So uh, it was rough. It was rough. So I'm going to stop. I'm going to wrap it up right here and say thank you so much 
for hopping on. I appreciate all the support and people reaching out. And if this is the first time that you've listened to me, go ahead, hit follow, and you'll get a notification when my next episode comes out. Please, you guys, take care of yourself. You have this one life. It's great. It's awesome. But you only get to go through it one time. That's it. So enjoy every single moment of it. Take care of yourselves. Keep on learning because learning truly is the essence of life and it will help you live longer. And we will catch you on the flip side. Peace out.